Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You can't just unpack that anxiety by letting it sit in the back of your head. No, babes. You've got to attack it at full force. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Too Smart for This. I'm your host, Alexis Barber, and if you all are new here, hi. I am 23. I just moved to Los Angeles, although I am recording this in New York because I got to get the episodes out for you ladies. Yes, I do. I work full-time in big tech and I'm also a content creator and I consider myself a pretty multifaceted person and that is what we are talking about on this month's theme for Too Smart for This. So in this returning month, I want to talk about what it's meant to me to be multifaceted. And so the last few episodes we touched on why women, one, aren't allowed to be multifaceted, and then two, a tactic that we often use of over-justifying because we're not confident in who we are and being multifaceted. So today, I wanna talk about how I recognized that being multifaceted was important to me. I wanna talk about how I recognized it and some tools I've used to stop feeling stuck because when we don't have a huge label or something to be living up to, oftentimes that specifically is what makes us feel overwhelmed with different opportunities for who we can be. Like, we're like, oh, I don't have to live up to this label anymore. Who am I gonna be, you know? So let's chat about all of that. But before we get started, do not forget that if you leave a review, you can win a giveaway every single week. So definitely leave us a review, write something sweet, hopefully, and I will find you and we will give you an opportunity to win some form of PR package, Amazon gift card or whatever. If you're watching these episodes on YouTube, please subscribe and leave us some comments, give us some feedback, like, subscribe, all of that. Don't forget to follow me on the gram and on TikTok at Alexis Barber. And the podcast Instagram has a ton of gems and super fun stuff. So go follow us at Two Collective. Last week, I shared with you all how I was a really big over-justifier. Always had to over-justify everything I was saying. Like I said, I was giving Eric and Jane. I wasn't confident in who I was. And once I recognized that, I used tools like journaling and practicing saying no and affirmations to start feeling more like, okay, who I am is okay. But once you start recognizing who you are, you're like, wait, I don't fit into any of these boxes. And so it can be really taxing when you're discovering who you are, that you're overwhelmed by the possibilities of what's possible for you because these labels don't fucking matter to you anymore. In the last two years of figuring out who I really am and trying to embrace being myself and that type of thing, I have made a lot of progress, but there's also been a lot of periods where I felt very stuck. And I'm coming out of one of those periods right now, like 2022, I felt very stagnant and very stuck in where I was. I think because there were so many different options for how I could take my life, which I'm very grateful for in the first place, 
but I also don't want to discount how overwhelming it feels, especially for young people. Like you're in your early 20s. It's like you could do anything. You could get a new job. You could quit. You could like realist. You could do whatever. Those things are scary for me. And as someone who had a very clear path because I had to get out of the situation I was brought up in, have that very clear path of like, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, to going to now being like in my 20s post-grad, like I don't have a clear path anymore. I feel stuck because I don't know how to get to this next place and how to not feel so overwhelmed by what it takes to be an adult. Like that is scary. And I think a lot of us feel that way, especially if we are in a situation that it doesn't feel like it's possible to get out of, feeling stuck is normal. Not to mention the pandemic that we are still living through, the attack on women's rights, the racism that's in this country. There's so much that makes it feel like it's really impossible to exist and to be yourself, which is a radical act, but like we've talked about in the past. I feel like a lot of people feel stuck right now. I felt really stuck for a majority of this year, and now I just kind of want to talk about how I got out of that and how I'm starting to feel more like myself again and how I'm starting to embrace who I am again because I had a moment there where I was not doing that, where I was looking down at myself, talking negatively to myself, not doing my journaling, not being in touch with who I am. And so there are three main things I did to stop feeling super stuck in my life. And the first one is develop a routine to help you feel your emotions and process them properly. This is something that can help you no matter where you are, but it's more of the radical act of taking responsibility for where you are and taking action in small ways. So a routine that I think is really helpful or for me to embrace where I'm at and who I am is spending a lot of time with myself. And sometimes this is hard to do, but this is something that's crucial in order for me to recognize my emotions so that I can then alter them and channel them to a better direction. So for example, I start to notice that I get really flustered and overwhelmed when I don't take a morning walk and journal and not necessarily meditate because I suck at meditating. Genuinely, I do. Like it's the one thing I cannot do. Like I'm so sorry, guys. One day I'll be a meditator, but I'm not right now. When I don't do that journaling, when I don't do those walks, when I don't get that emotion out by talking it out, I'm not a good person. I'm not. So a cool thing you can do is identify your non-negotiables that help you feel like yourself and work those into your life. So my non-negotiables are journaling every day, three pages, or at least gratitude goals affirmations. That's a non-negotiable. And when I'm not doing that, I know that I'm just flailing out there in this world. Two, going on long walks. That's crucial for me. Crucial for me because when I'm not moving, that's sort of how I get all that negative energy out. And three, when I'm not talking things out. I've noticed for me that talking things out, that's what feels important to me. I think I was scared to talk things out with people because I didn't want them to think that what I said in the beginning was my end-all resolve on that situation. So if I'm like, oh, my boyfriend's really pissing me off, I didn't want them to be like, oh, she needs to break up with her boyfriend. Like, that's a permanent emotion. No, emotions are temporary, and you need to find people who you can feel safe enough with to vent on that. And sometimes that's just your therapist, and often sometimes that's just your friends. So for me, it was making sure that I wasn't 
canceling my social events. That's something I do when I get overwhelmed is I notice that I cancel social events, I don't go out, when that's actually rejuvenating for me. Identifying those non-negotiables is sort of the first step. And the second step is spending that time with yourself and doing that journaling or whatever practice that's going to actually make you feel comfortable and secure in who you are. I would journal about my goals. And so here's like two journaling tactics that I used to stop feeling stuck. And the first one was, what are my goals? And so you let yourself just like write out anything that makes you excited, anything that you genuinely want. I started noticing this anxious feeling that came up when I was writing out my goals and that stopped me from writing them out consistently. That anxiety was something I had to unpack and you can't just unpack that anxiety by letting it sit in the back of your head. No, babes, you've got to attack it at full force. I started looking at, okay, I'm anxious about these goals. Why don't I think they are possible? And I would sit down and write that out and then recognize by the end of that, like, hey, these are very possible for me. A way that I could see that is like, oh, I've done this so far. I figured this out, therefore I can do this goal. That's possible for me. Something I saw was if all of your goals were given to you today, would you be able to accept them? And that's something I've been me like meditating on or journaling about for the past few weeks because if I had everything I wanted today, would I be able to handle it? Sometimes the answer is no. But when you can say yes, I think that's when you know you're ready for whatever goal or whatever different lifestyle you want to be in your ether. I find that type of journaling of like sitting down and being like, why don't I feel like this is possible? Why do I feel like this is possible? Would I be able to accept this if it came to me? Those types of journaling prompts are also what helps me feel less stuck. And the third thing is to find an example. So. In order to stop feeling stuck, a lot of times you need to start being a different person. It means you need to start acting like the person who isn't stuck would act, you know? And so that starts with getting to know what you're doing right now. And then you go to that second step of journaling and figuring out what you need to do next in order to be that person. But the third thing is sort of opening up your mind to recognize what's possible for you. So a good way I did this was find inspiration. So people who have done aspects of what I wanna do and see that it's possible for me. Because when you feel super alone in what you wanna accomplish, it almost makes it feel more impossible for you. So finding those examples reminds you that like, hey, other people have done this too, I'm not the first one. That's really helpful when you're feeling down and alone and like what you want isn't possible for you. Once I recognized that I was interested in multiple things, like I wanted to keep my full-time job and be successful in that, but I also wanted to be a creator. When I recognized those two things weren't going to change and that they needed to exist next to each other, I started looking for examples of people who were multifaceted, who had multiple jobs and were excelling at all of them. and replicate what they were doing. One example of that is like Issa Rae. Issa Rae has tons of different projects that are on her plate that she works on and she does them all well. So how does she do that? She hires good people, she exists in her own creativity and she's confident in who she is. I love Issa Rae for all of these reasons. And also she started on YouTube creating Awkward Black Girl, which I watched from being an eighth grader to having an HBO show. So she went from being a creator to hitting the mainstream and impacting lots of people. And even if I don't wanna do that exact thing of like 
write a scripted TV show, who really knows? I can see that like she's made that jump, so that jump's possible for me. And that's really, really helpful when you're feeling alone and down and like what you want and what you are interested in is impossible for you. The last thing to do when you're feeling, once you've done all these three steps, what they're all really doing for you is increasing your propensity for momentum. So momentum is what's gonna get you on that next step to making that next step, to taking that next action step, to actually getting what you want. When you're feeling stuck, it feels like none of that is possible. So when you take that first step towards journaling, you're increasing your propensity for momentum, which increases your ability to go further and actually do what you want. So when I'm feeling really stuck, that's when I know it's time to journal and taking that one action of getting out of bed and sitting with my pen and paper, even if for the two weeks I know that I haven't been journaling and I sit down and all I write out is like a gratitude list and I'm not even getting to that deep place of like, girl, what the hell is going on with you? I know that that is a step in the right direction. So whatever small step you can take today to stop feeling stuck, that is more than enough because it shows you're ready to be someone else, be someone different, and be someone who's deep within you, who's ready to come out. With all this being said, sign up for our newsletter where we're sending you tips and journal prompts all the time. Our Instagram at 2Collective has lots of fun journaling prompts and stuff like that too. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to leave us a review. You get the opportunity to win a PR package or an Amazon gift card every week, so don't forget to do that. And if you're watching on YouTube, please do like and subscribe. It means so much to me and helps the channel grow so much. And there's tons of vlogs on here, lots of moving content happening right now too. So I'm definitely stressed out. I just wanna say thank you so much for listening and for watching. You all are the best. You are my favorite people out there, period. I'm so grateful for you. And don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.